is an order, an agency, one that holds allegiance to no king, no magistrate, no governing body. This order takes on the problems and issues too bizarre or too dangerous for any normal investigative organization. They right wrongs. They protect the innocent. They safeguard the world. They are known as the Circle. At least, they were. For the Circle, has fallen. Those agents that remain are now fugitives. And after barely escaping with their lives, the surviving members continue their ongoing quest to safeguard all of Eberron while seeking to root out the source of their misfortune and rebuild the Circle anew. This their story. And hello once again, everyone. Welcome once more to Agents of the Circle, the podcast where I run an original 5th edition game of Dungeons & Dragons for my friends, and all manner of hilarity ensues. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Sphinx Akasha, and I'm joined tonight by a full house of my friends, uh, Kendra Entreri as Ozma, the rogue slash wizard. Luke Admonson as Lucius Flag, the divine soul sorcerer. We've got Randy, Randy, geez, sorry, Riley, <laughs> Riley Brandow <laughs> as Ash, the druid warlock. Start calling you Randy from now on. Uh, Caleb Clark as Jazz Goodsong Jr. The rogue slash artificer slash warlock. So much has happened. Wow. <laughs> Laramie Lundy is back as Idrislot, aka Dacos, the Eldritch Knight. We've got Emily Addington as Orla Talion, the Druid Ranger. And our newest addition, Megan Davidson as Kaladan, the monk slash cleric. We are back for episode 41 of our adventure in Eberron. If you haven't checked us out yet, why have you started with episode 41? There's a whole 40 <laughs> episodes behind us that you need to catch up on. Like You're just going to be so confused. Uh, the whole first and second season, man. I mean, come on. Uh, and you can find them fairly easily because we're out there on SoundCloud, on Stitcher, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you might get your podcast. So please be sure to check us out like share with your friends subscribe all that jazz if you like what you're doing and want to hear more of it um yeah also fan art we, we dig the fan art it's great so holla at that um so we will like just get right into it uh when we last left our intrepid heroes uh they were reeling from the events of last season uh last season's finale with the attack uh, from the Silver Flame on Sharn and the Circle, which devastated uh, the organization uh, from a basically simultaneous attack at all of the Circle locations within Eberron. Um, They, as far as they know, 
as far as they knew, were the last Circle agents alive until they made it to Undair, where they met with Kaelinan, who was the last surviving uh, Circle member of her chapter. Uh, they, having been pursued by uh, various members of the Silver Flame, including the head of the uh, the Templars, whose uh, name I am forgetting, Jody Hearth, the Templar captain. Uh, they made it to uh, you all made it to Undair, to the city of Fairhaven, where you were welcomed by uh, King Ashara, uh, who immediately sought to tend to the wounds of uh, Shiro, uh, your captain, who lost an arm during that uh, crazy battle, and uh, Corinth, who was rendered comatose. Uh, you all spent a couple nights there, just kind of uh, figuring out what to do next. Ashara made uh, a few suggestions, one of which you are currently pursuing in questing to find the fabled uh, druid known only as Gorfim the Ancient. Uh, you made your way towards the Whispering Woods where you said to live and uh, encountered a clutch of uh, trolls and uh, an ogre and an oni uh, who very nearly brought down Ozma, your pirate princess, uh, persevered, uh, was able to be brought back by the efforts of, uh, of Lucius and the gang, and you all were able to defeat those trolls, the Oni, and Ogre. Uh, which brings us to now. Uh, you sit now in the remains of that battle uh, at the foot of the Whispering Woods, and uh, kind of tending to your wounds. What would you what would you like to do? Well, I mean, I'm fine. I say we continue. <laughs> <for Gorfim. laughs> That's right. You you took no damage in that fight. Zero miraculously, <laughs> like a boss. I I did I didn't take too much damage, but I did pop some spells. You guys wanna We can short rest. I'm always down for a short rest. <laughs> <laughs> what what would I need to get my level two spells back? Uh, I think that would be more of a long rest for you. For spell slots. Yeah, that'd certainly be the case for me. What time of day is it? Um, it is early afternoon, so I'd say closer to about what would equate to like one a.m. or not one a.m. one p.m. That's kind of early to camp. No, uh, we could we could go. I would say we should go a little bit before we decide to stop for the night. I'm good on help. It'd be fine. I mean, unless we run into more trolls, and then that might be rough. Well, what is a what would a short rest bring back? For me, it would bring rest. back my key points. And you could spend some hit die to get your, get some more of your hit points back. 
I think I'm, I don't know. I think I don't. I don't need a short list. I think we can just go. If uh, how's everybody else's I'm good. I'm fine with pressing on. I am unsure. <laughs> I I think I feel okay. I think you feel okay too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Ash right. didn't even have to use any of his druid shapes. Mm. That's fine then. Okay. Alright. Alright. You wander further into the Whispering Woods. The foliage uh, beginning to kind of close in on you almost as if it's uh, kind of uh, encasing you within it. Uh, as you look back, you see that the path that you came into the woods on is not there anymore. That's odd. That's a good sign. <sighs> My love. Recognize this? I mean, I'm sure the wilds of the Fey realm can do similar things. Could you could uh could you do like a some sort of check? Maybe? Yeah, what what check would that be? That would be a nature check for you. A nature. Okay, let me go down here. Yeah, nature. Yeah, she's trained in nature. Nine. Nothing really looks out of sorts for you. I mean, you think that the the closure of the way in is strange, but it doesn't strike you as anything. You can't really understand what's happened or why that happened, I should say. Okay, I relay this and then. I mean, if we were going to see a powerful druid, I would expect some abnormal things in the forest, right? That makes sense. This is true. Well, we have Ash, we have Ola. Mm. How would you guys suggest we go about contacting a powerful member of your order? Hmm. Maybe... Could they maybe roll a Arcana check, Lawrence, to see if they remember or know anything? Yeah, could I try that? Um, hmm. Yeah, let's see what happens. Because it feels like he's he's trapped us with his... Oh, damn. I don't know. Based on Orla's uh, Arcana sense, she reaches out with her with her magic <laughs> and doesn't really feel much. Uh, she's tired. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of fighting that happened just yeah, a few minutes yeah. ago. She's feeling a little useless right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is okay. I love you anyway. No. I, I don't feel like I was ever hiding in the forest. 
I don't know how I'd find someone hiding in the forest, honestly. Weren't you hiding in the forest for for years? I, I was living in the forest. I don't. <laughs> I was never hiding. <laughs> Can I look for anything in our vicinity that would like point in a direction that we're supposed to follow if the path has gone, or is the path still in front of us? It's just there's a behind. there's there's a few paths uh, in front of you. In fact, now that you look, now that you look, the path forks in three directions. There's one that leads directly north, one that leads uh, 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 that angles a bit off to the west, and one that angles a bit off to the east. Oh boy. Um. What? I'm going to cast detect magic and see if anything lights up on any of those paths. Okay. As you reach out with your magical sense, you notice that the middle path seems to have a faint kind of tingling glow to it. Almost as if there's uh, a bit of like ethereal glitter strewn about that middle path. I love it when it tingles. I think we need to go down the middle path based on... Feels so good when it tingles. I'll eat. Um, yeah, ba- based on what I can see with, um, with my spell, it looks like the middle path will lead us closer to where we want to be. That sounds good. I, I am, uh, I feel pretty useless. In this. <laughs> <laughs> So, you continue down that path for a bit. I'd say you walk it for about 10 minutes with no real sense of anything changing. You come to a kind of stone in the middle of the path after a while and it's got some odd carvings in it. Uh, Ash and Orla, the both of you recognize this odd language as Druidic. Okay. Oh, and I think I know this. The writing translates to Ancient Grove. Maybe not. <laughs> what does it say, Ash? Uh, let me see here. Um, dang, I don't think I know ancient druidic, but no, you do know druidic. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if that was different from ancient or not. No, the the it trans the, the translation is ancient growth. Okay. Oh, oh, I see. It says ancient groove. I mean, grove. Ancient grove. Hmm. Does that sound like a place where? Uh, I mean, that that sounds promising. Ash, you feel a sudden chill up your back, and the voice of 
the voice of Mab uh, kind of rings in your head. Be careful, my love. There's something amiss in this forest. Hmm. I think we should uh, go in deeper, but uh, let's uh, keep our eyes peeled. Feel like something's watching this. Oh boy. I mean, again, ancient druid. I'm. Maybe it's naive, but this is probably good. Oh yes, I. You know what? Now that you say that, Kellen, I imagine <laughs> he has all sorts of little chickadees and and, and centipedes walking around, telling him news. So I'm sure. To be fair, every time we've seen something in a language not everybody knows, it's always been a bad thing. Yes, that unfortunately scans. <laughs> Can I roll nature on this grove? Go for it. Yeah. Or, yeah, I just want to check out the trees and stuff. Oh, great. Uh, 14? <laughs> 14. Uh, what you do uh, get a sense of uh, is that the trees in this grove are very, very old. Hmm. Uh, they are, but they seem very, very alive. Uh, hey, Ash, I was, I'm a firm believer of there's no stupid questions. Um, can you talk to trees by chance? So first I, I grab Katie and I, I put her in front of me like a human shield. Um, but <laughs> then, uh, yeah, let's see here. Um, you know, I do not see that spell in your sheet. Yeah. I mean, if, if I do, I, I might, I might need a long rest or something to, uh, <laughs> Remember do, do trees speak druidic or something? Do they? Uh, I think <coughs> maybe like a speak with nature or something. Oh, something like that. Yeah, there's okay. a speak with plants spell, but if you don't have it prepared, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, it's like a spell. Yeah, it's a spell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can speak with animals based on your, your spell list, but you do not have uh, speak with plants prepared. Uh, Correct, yes. I thought druids were like uh, clerics. You guys can't like spontaneously do it. I, I don't think that... I, don't, I think that might it. be a thing at higher levels, but not uh, not at this level. Yeah. Uh, they generally have a good sense of nature. Uh, more so <laughs> if they are trained in it. <laughs> I, I have a plus one. You got oh, yeah. You just got a plus one in nature, <laughs> so uh, that is very, not for you. Very close with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell what the hell these trees are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm a druid, but I don't go in for all of this tree bullshit. Okay? Tree. I, don't, I, don't, I just live in the trees. I don't have these bitches. <laughs> I kind of wish like, like he could kind of hear what they were saying, but he had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> just like... Oh, I don't know what they're talking about. I kind of wish that he was able to listen to the right now so he could hear Lawrence do like an end voice. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty awesome. Unfortunately, no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Shall we uh, travel further down? Yep. I mean, we certainly can't travel backward. I want to try to keep my eye out for a special tree that stands out. Okay. Go ahead and roll perception for me. Okay. Um, I rolled an 18 or 18 altogether. Okay. Um, with an 18, uh, one of the things that you notice is that there are very, very few animals around you. Which you could chalk up to the fact that, you know, they could be afraid of these, you know, two-legged creatures walking through their forest. Or they're just not many animals about for reasons you don't quite understand. Hmm. Emma, what are you looking at? I'm, I'm thinking there's not many animals around and... Like you don't hear any bird song for this time of day. You don't see any insects. Uh, you don't sense the presence of any kind of wandering, like fawn fawns or anything like that. Like they're just like a mouse here and there. You see a centipede. That's about it. Seems like this grove is void of life other than these trees. As if there were a storm, or maybe a, something dangerous. Okay, can I roll perception to see if I see anything? Yeah, go for it. Okay, it comes from here. Okay. Uh, you don't sense much outside of what uh, outside what uh, Grandpa, no longer Grandpa, has uh, pointed out. Previously known as Grandpa. Previously, the artist formerly known as Grandpa. <laughs> I think we're safe, friends. What, uh, it is. It's just one of those clearings where you come into, and you know, there's the butterfly in the distance, and yeah, nothing else. Would an investigation check be appropriate here? You could certainly try it. Right. I do not have any perception and no nature. There we go. That's we're going to take that first roll. Wow, you <laughs> rolled a 20 and then a 1. Whichever one you want, but take the first one. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the first one. Um, 
if you kind of look around and the first thing that you notice just kind of out of the corner of your eye uh, is that one of the trees seems to be bent kind of at an unnatural angle just ever so slightly and then when you turn to look at it it with a very very subtle creak writes itself Osma, what are you looking at? Osma explained what she just saw and assures everybody that um, she's not drunk. Osma, <laughs> Osma, you've been drinking again. The tree drinking? I'm not more. convinced. Did these trees look any um, look any different from the trees when we first entered the forest? Um, yes. Uh, they, with their passive perception, yes, they do. Um, they they look a lot more um, vibrant in color than oh. the trees did when you first entered. I think that we're still on the right path. We just should proceed with caution. Sounds good. Caution. The trees are moving. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, I will just—I will just say loudly. Oh, I hope a gentle-hearted, chaotic, good person walking through the woods. Fine, we're looking for a <laughs> druid, <laughs> not to be attacked by nice trees. Yeah, I'm gonna say that Ash should probably lead this expedition since this is sort of his bailiwick. Then I will put Ash in front of me like a human shield. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, played. Sauce for the goose and all that. Hmm. So yes, let's go deeper <laughs> into the grove. Yeah, well, well let's just go, we'll go for, forward. Uh, how about we all link arms and then just walk forward? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like with like a fire line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be something tricky or weird, yeah. Lucius, I'd like you to go ahead and uh, roll perception for me. Yeah. All right, that's good. Uh, so, as you all begin to move, Lucius, you see a solitary raven a light on a branch of a tree in front of you. It looks at you pointedly, cocks his head to the side, and then flies off in the direction directly ahead of you. Anyone else notice the raven? Everyone else roll perception for me. (laughs) Perception. Osma notices. Sylidan nice. notices. Ash definitely notices. Jazz notices. So everyone sees the raven. Yeah, I mean, it's a forest. There's birds. Well, <laughs> no. As Grandpa pointed out, there aren't birds. 
and that one looked at me and then flew off in the direction that we were heading. Again, we're looking for a druid. This makes sense. Agreed. I'm just saying, this seems like we're on the right path. Yeah, sketchy, but still. Well, it just also sees the bird. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) Oh, there it is. (laughs) So you all continue forward. Um... And you come to this clearing, and it is vastly different than the path you were just on. Whereas the road you were on was full of vibrant uh, the, the, the the trees were uh, adorned with leaves and vibrant uh, greens and yellows. You now kind of walk into this clearing surrounded by trees of like red and pink uh, some orange here and there <laughs> in the close to the center of this clearing is a large stone covered in what looks like uh, pet- uh, flower petals and moss uh, of the same color of the trees that are around you but there are Strange carvings on the uh, on stone. I don't doesn't look like anything in. So let me check your languages before I say that. Okay, for those of you who speak Draconic. That's me. Let me see. It is Jazz and Kaladan. Oh yeah, I do. You recognize some of that writing. Uh, And it looks to be, it looks to translate to the word temple or temple of and is the broken piece kind of cuts off the rest of that writing. Oh. Do you see this, Katie? Yes. Um, so, I don't know. I'm not like a druidic expert, but my impression was that nature itself was sort of their place of worship. The fact that there's like an actual location identified as a temple makes me think that there's another entity or organization at work here. Although I'm completely assuming. So um, I'll bring that back to the group and uh, translate it. Were we given any more specifics about uh, about this druid? Uh, 
any of his particular beliefs or anything along those lines? Only that he was fabled to be especially powerful um, and incredibly old. Beyond that, uh, uh, Ashamar was very speculative to say anything else, being that uh, everything else that she had heard was based on hearsay and folk tales. It would not thusly be uh, reliable information in her eyes. So we're pretty much looking for like a legend. Basically. So that stone with the draconic on it, does it look like it serves a purpose in any way? Like, is it part of a structure or is it just sort of like freestanding? It looks like it had once been part of a structure. It's very clearly has been broken off from something else. Okay. Does it look like there's anything else left of the structure here? Like, is there any other sort of footprint? Um, there's a smaller stone, uh, maybe five or ten feet away from it, much smaller. Uh, that looks like it could have been part. It looks like it's made from the same stone, uh, but there's nothing written or engraved on it. It's just moss and leaves. Um, can I take a quick look to see if there's any animals, like that raven or anything nearby? Sure, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. That Wait, that's performance. performance. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, embarrassing. Animals, come out! Yeah. <laughs> Start dancing to the animals. Why did I do twice? Oops. Didn't help you, though. So, yeah, neither one. Seven or neither seven nor eight will get you. There's any, nothing here. You don't sense anything. Gotcha. Lucius, do you, in, in your religious studies, do you recognize, uh, I mean, have you heard of any dra- uh, draconic speaking cults worshiping in the wood, worshiping in the wilderness, or anything? Uh, I'll give it a go. Go ahead and, yeah, uh, make a religion check. Okay. So, you only know, really, of two uh, dragon gods. Uh, The first of them being Tiamat, the evil dragon goddess of the... uh, the chromatic dragons, and also uh, Bahamut, uh, who is the good god of the metallic dragons, the platinum dragon, as it were. And neither of them appear to have much affinity with a druidic pursuit, so that doesn't seem a likely parallel here but again just, not my area of expertise so does anyone know anything about uh, what this could be a temple of where um, could we be whose temple could we be in? I can make a religion check if I'm allowed to do that yeah you certainly are okay Give me just a 
are familiar with a being that called itself Ratoskar, a Ratoskar. That was one of the siblings of Tiamat and Bahamut, uh, also called the Curious Worm. And they were more inclined to uh, pursuits of the forest. In fact, making their home in some of the more lush, uh, at the time, uh, fairy-grown uh, fairy forests. Oh, okay. Um, I will relay that to the group. I don't have intimate knowledge of that, but that seems to fit the trend here. Um, do I know what kind of alignment or whatever this Ratatoskar would have? Ratatoskar was mostly of the neutral good persuasion. Okay. But he would occasionally just venture off into the true neutral, true neutral, uh, keeping mostly to himself, as it was fabled, but lending a hand where he could. Gotcha. Okay, well, that is... I mean, it's way better than, like, a temple of Tiamat, let's be real. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hmm, well, now I wonder. The curious one. That makes me curious. Do... Hmm. How about we leave an offering and walk away and come back and see if, see if he, certainly the ravens have been watching us, certainly he knows we are here. Maybe we just leave an offering and see what happens. I think that's as good idea, good an idea as any. I'd like to take a look around the clearing and see if I can find anything else in it though. Uh, go for it. I'll let you go ahead and roll and investigate, the investigation check for that. It's not my strength, but okay. <laughs> okay. You don't see anything out of the ordinary. Uh, however, Ash, I'd like you to go ahead and roll perception, please. Given your okay. your heightened passive perception here. High rules. Too much pipe weed. You just barely make out a uh, a shuffling in the trees to the west of you. What kind of shuffling are we talking about here? Yeah, shuffling doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> Just kind of a like you almost like you almost don't think that it actually that it's a figment of your imagination or perhaps uh, that you you know missed a breeze because as you turn to to look at it completely, the the leaves and there's just a few of them are just slightly shakier than the rest of them. All right. Uh, I guess I'll walk over towards the west and uh, see if I can hear that 
noise again, or... Okay, I'll have you go ahead and roll another, uh, make another perception check. Hey, there it is. That is, yeah, okay. Uh, You hear kind of rough breathing the closer you get to that tree. And as you stop uh, to, to kind of like ascertain exactly what that was, you hear a grunting noise. <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I can hear I can hear you breathing in there. You might you might think you're uh, a, tr- a tree, but uh you don't sound like a tree. And as you speak, the leaves part and a large red chain-mailed oni steps out about 10 feet tall massive muscles and glares down at you with red glowing eyes <laughs> whoa uh should have had a short rest <laughs> and as he does the Trees around you all begin to rustle. Oh, good. Uh oh. I told you about the trees. <laughs> <laughs> and five more oni oh, step shit. out from the trees surrounding you. <laughs> Not like converging on you, but basically covering all of the paths that would make it very difficult for you all to run away. I'm going to say in Draconic, hey, fellas, we're looking for the guy, the druid guy, Gorfim. You know him? Let me see. The... The main on the only that initially stepped out make noises like dragon. No, speak the language of dragons here. Oh, um, okay. Then I'll say the same thing again in common. <laughs> you seek a myth. You in our forest. Here you pay toll in gold or blood. Uh, how much gold? All your gold. Ah. He pulls out a large glaive and begins to kind of tap it against his hand, the, the palm of his hand. How smart do these guys look? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and make an insight check. You can handle that one, Ash. (laughs) 
Okay. That, that's a nail on the head. Cool. They do not look stupid. <laughs> they look they look like you can you can see that there's some intelligence in them just based off of the way the the, the formation that they're making around you all. Uh, the way that they're both uh, looking at you all and also checking the perimeter and checking with each other. <laughs> so how much gold do they think we probably have? <laughs> um, I, I'll base this on your previous sins, on, on the Sensei roll you just made. Uh, it would appear to you they don't care how much of it you have. They want it. <laughs> All right. Can I, uh, I don't know, appear to empty my pockets and, uh, you know, nod to everyone else like, hey, do the same, but don't, you know, spill everything. Okay. Here, here's, um, here's, here's all of our gold pretty much. Like, th- does that seem okay to everyone? Like, <laughs> what's, uh, what is, uh, people's, do you think we could talk our way out of this? I have a plus seven to persuasion. I, get, I, I have a plus eight to deception. I've got a plus seven to deception too. I just lie some lies. Yeah. Just, uh, Give him some gold. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm thinking let's just uh, appear to empty our pockets. Okay. Go ahead and uh, make deception rolls. Oh, this is not going to go well. Yeah. Oh, maybe you will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can <laughs> As all this money falls out of my pocket, I put it back in. <laughs> can Jazz do a sleight of hand to, to look broke, to like make it look like he has nothing in his pockets? Sure. I have nothing. <laughs> all, all there would be in there would be like little toys he's made anyway. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and roll their insight, or just roll the leader's insight as he. You know he can't have them if they if he does have toys in his pockets he can't have them. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Damn. <laughs> no. Oh, <I> <laughs> He pulls out his. He slams his uh, his foot on the ground. Mm. <laughs> you trying to put one over on me? Yeah, I give you the lips, and he gives him one of the pairs of lips. <laughs> he speaks in a very curt form of giant uh, to the other. Oni surrounding him. Does anyone here speak giant? Nope. Sadly, no. And the other Oni all brandish their own glaives and start to 
to to to slam them against their palms rhythmically. And they began to chant together. No, say, no, say, no. Like you have a roll initiative, please. <laughs> As they begin to creep closer. I don't want them to attack. <laughs> oh, don't forget to click on your icons before you roll initiative, you guys, so that your initiative shows up on the. Does that mean we have to re-roll? Yes. Okay. Also, I don't see my icon because this means I'm on a map of the world. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing as well. Oh, did you not? Hang on. Oh, that's why. Okay. Boop. Sorry about that. <laughs> no wonder. Uh, oh, yeah, the orange and the trees. I can't select them. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I'm able to. Oh, same. hang on. My mistake, you guys. Let me clear this out real quick. Yes, clear the turns list. Who did I select? That is Osmo. Correct. Yep. Good grief, Laramie. Plus ten to initiative. Yeah. Uh, he, he doesn't go last. No, just kidding. But, <laughs> but then he also rolled a two. So, yeah, you know. <laughs> so it's twelve. So. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. He needs a plus ten to initiative. Is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I put yeah a lot into initiative. Everyone should have access to their tokens now. I will roll for Megan's initiative. Can you lose someone? Chad didn't oh. pick up her brother, remember? No, I think Lucius randomly dropped. Yeah, no, I remember about uh, about Megan. So I'll roll her initiative for her. Okay, one. 
Okay. It looks like Luke lost connection. Uh, his internet crashed and he's rebooting now. I'm going to go ahead and roll his initiative. Okay. Oh, dang. Let's get our Oni friends on the board. So here we go. Let's see. Numerically descending. Idris, you are up first. What would you like to do? Yeah. Um, I had the druids. Uh, which one was the leader guy? He would be this chap. Oh, that guy. I'll put a, let me put a marking on him real quick so everybody knows that this is the dude. Yeah, we'll go ahead and say that, that. Oh, nope, that's not the one. There we go. That is the leader. Okay. That's okay. all. So I'll move up to him a little bit. And I will. Shoot him with a uh, ray of frost. Is that a 20 to hit? Damage 13. How did it just roll all the dice? It rolled all the dice at once. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that hits and does hits him for 10 cold damage. And then I will uh, use my second attack for uh, Firebolt. All right. That 14. 14 does not hit. Fire, you, with one hand, you blast him with a ray of just cold that uh, frosts his shoulder a bit. And you can see him kind of become uncomfortable just a little bit as he kind of bats it away. And you use your other hand in that time to fire a firebolt at him, which he sees coming and just manages to dodge. Okay. Yeah. And that'll end my turn. All right. Uh, Ash, it is your turn. I don't know if you're on mute or not, Riley, but we cannot hear you. Definitely on mute. There you no, go. I was mainly just going, hmm. 
Ah, they are so spread apart. Uh, yes, yeah, I'd like to move. Ah, there's loot coming back. Bam. And I will do two Eldritch Blasts at that guy. At the at, which one? At the, at the leader. Okay. Go for it. Okay, that one definitely hits. Okay. And does seven force damage. That one also hits and does seven more force damage. So you just bah, bah, it's very Tony Stark-like uh, blast out two uh, Eldritch Blasts, which both catch him in the same shoulder. He, ah, oh. And that'll be my turn. All right. Here it is Katie's turn. Let's see what she's got on display here. Ooh. I, I, I think she said she wanted to cast uh, Sanctuary on Lucius. Oh, okay. Let's take a look at that spell. What's going on with Lucius? <laughs> Believe you're being cast Sanctuary upon. Let's see. What a creature with range against attack, or within a range against attack until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, fun. The creature must, on a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. All right. So she uses a spell slot and casts Sanctuary. On Lucius, let me find an icon for you to dictate that that has happened. Uh, nope, that's not going to do it. You have a green dot above your head. That will now mean that you have sanctuary. Lovely. So I will have to let me wipe that down. Sanctuary. Okay. All right. So that is the first level spell. And with her cantrip, she will cast Sacred Flame. That's. Let's see who's in range. This guy's in range. So a sacred flame. We'll need to make a dexterity save of 16. And he makes it, so she misses. That will 
end her turn for now. And the Oni gets to go. God damn it. No, wait, hang on. Why is that? That's not what I... Hang on. Sorry, guys. There we go. Actually, it is Aura's turn next. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and mark the leader with Hunter's Mark. Alright, I will go ahead and put a marking upon him. Whoops. I should actually select him. None of the funky bunch, please. (laughs) Okay, and then I'm going to go ahead and try to get him with my um, thorn in the north. Alright, go for it. Looks like she did tell me that privately, but I did not see it. Because <laughs> I do not have... I, this, this is a great reason to keep my chat window open, so that I can actually see these things that people send me. Uh, let's see. Thorn of the North. Both of your shots miss, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, I figured. Okay, well... But they go whizzing by, and <laughs> the Oni... Last <laughs> like flies. <laughs> so, anything else you want to do? Looking at my stuff. I think I'm. I'm okay. I'm good. All right, that is your turn. All right, Lucius, you are up, sir. Okay. So, um, who amongst the Oni have we been targeting at this point? Is everybody basically still fresh? So, so far, this guy has been hit, and no one else. This one, this one was targeted, but hasn't been hit yet. Okay. But so far, yeah, only the leader's been hit. I will go ahead and uh, I will use a uh, I will use a sorcery point um, and will cast two level two versions of uh Come on, get there. Of Guided Bolt, Adam. Okay. Yeah. Alright, go for it. Alright. That one definitely hits. There we go. And this one will now be at uh, at an advantage. Okay. 
that definitely hits. <laughs> and so, yeah, two blazing bolts of light uh, fly from your hand and strike him twice. Jeez, uh, that is some damage you just dealt. My poor Oni. And then... 17. Whoops. That is a minus. Bam. All right. Yeah, you spike him fairly hard <laughs> with that. <laughs> Tiny bearded man. I come for you first. Uh, and then I will uh, hit him with a firebolt as well. All righty. Go for it. <laughs> Good measure. Yes, to zap him. There's no profit in this for you. Only more pain. <laughs> and he uh, he takes the the damage and brushes the the, the motes of fire from his body. Prophet will be the taste of your blood upon my teeth. <sighs> Every time. Does that end your turn? That'll end my turn. All right. So it's now the Oni's turn. Why does it keep doing that? It's so weird. Jumping them to 32? Yeah, that's kind yeah, of that bizarre. I don't like it. Um, there we go. And then... I thought they just went. No, they hadn't gone, because they... Uh, when I added them, they were added out of order. So, the first thing you see... Uh, Ash, Idris, and Lucius, since you all just hit him. Uh, and I'm looking dead at him. You see the leader. It's kind of beat his chest ah! Ah! kind of scream at the air and his wounds begin to mend just a little bit Uh-oh. and let's see he will move forward and get directly in Idris's face ah uh, yeah he will get in, in between Idris and Ash both and will make two attacks with his glaive. The first one will be will strike at Ash for 26 versus AC. Which I'm fairly certain hits Yeah, it. that that hits. Uh, I'm going to do a hellish rebuke. Alrighty. As you take 13 slashing damage, uh, go ahead and cast your hellish rebuke. We have to resist, I think. Dexterity save. Call him being good at those. Nope, he fails it, so he'll take the 23 fire damage. 
So as he hits you, this hellfire erupts from your body, travels up the glaive that just uh, slashed into your into your arm, and into his hand, and travels up his arm instead. Ah, ah the burning will be worth it. And he'll slice into Ash's arm and then come back and stab at uh, stab at Idris. Alrighty. For a 14 versus AC. That's a miss. Clangs off of your armor. He will kind of grunt in disappointment, but smile and lick the blood that's still left upon his glaive. Mm, Reward indeed. And let's see, based on their speed. He will move here. Here. He will move here. He will move here. And each one of them will try tossing their glaives at you. Their small, smaller glaive. So let's see. First one will be towards Ozma. For 26 to hit. Which I'm fairly certain hits you. We've got to get you some armor. Mm-hmm. 26 hits. That'll do 12 slashing damage. As the glaive spins in your direction and slashes into your arm and kind of bounces off onto the ground. The the Oni that threw it is now staring at the glaive and the blood on the glaive almost wantonly licking its lips in anticipation. The this one here will try tossing one in Jazz's direction. For a nine, which will miss. Yes. Great. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Asma, I can just barely hear you though. Can you hear me now? Yes, you're a bit muffled, but I can hear you now. Mm-hmm. Let's see. This one will try tossing one also at Jazz. 25 to hit. Yeah, that'll get him. 
That'll hit him. And will spin in an arc and slice at you for nine slicing damage uh, in your shoulder. Okie doke. This one will throw one towards Lucius. So, um, if I cast Sanctuary on Lucius, they have to make a Wisdom save against my DC in order That's to attack him. Right, I forgot about that. And it's against your spell DC, right? So what's your spell DC? Oh, that is an excellent question. Hang on. I'll make the wisdom attempt the wisdom save now. Sixteen. And they miss, so that attack does not happen. Well, it does. Thank he just has you. to re- <laughs> It does, he just has to redirect it. Oh, okay. Uh he try he redirects it towards Orla. No. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I figured we should keep the healer safe. <laughs> no, that's okay. And that will be a 20 versus your AC. Uh, let me check it. Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. So that will slice into you for nine mm-hmm. slashing damage. As mm-hmm. he attempts to throw it towards Lucius, Actually, no, that was... I don't know that he had, that's anyone that makes an attack against him. Yeah. He tells to throw it towards Lucius, but then his mind is just overwrought with this urge to not hit him, and his arm <laughs> instead tosses the glaive towards Orla, puts the slices into her side for nine damage. One up here, simply move to here. I think he's out of range. Double check. Yep, he's just out of throwing range for that glaive. So that will end their turn, and it is now Jazz's turn. All right. So, hey, you guys can hear me? Yep. All right. Yeah, my mic is, uh, my, my headphones are dead, so they have to charge, and the mic won't work. Or I can plug it in, but when I plug in uh, my headphones, it's that. You guys hear, hear the weird thing? No worries. We can hear you just fine. I think... Oh. Right, I'm just going to take out uh, my service revolver. Okay. I'm just going to shoot this one. All right. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. <laughs> You aim and fire a, a loud bang, and the orc, not or not orc, Oni, kind of gives your weapon a strange look before realizing that it's been hit in the in the shoulder, <laughs> and takes a look, like barely able to feel 
the damage that's been done, but still kind of. Mm. <laughs> yes, go boom. Hit me with strange banging noise. Again. Exact same. <laughs> you take your second shot and he tries to move away, but it's too fast for him as it strikes him again. Bad stinging thing will claw from your hand once your hand is removed. And then Jazz says, <laughs> But what about the hand? And for his cantrip, he casts Fireball. Yeah. And from the hand, <laughs> you hit him with a small bolt of flame directly in that same wound. <laughs> ah, ah, which, while it hurts like a bastard, it also cauterizes the wound for <laughs> oh, you bad man and your stick and your magic coming to kill you next. Oh, dick move. <laughs> <laughs> you rotten son of a bitch, you. <laughs> Must always try to have fun. Do you have anything else you want to do? Oh, I, no, he's good. All righty. The move goes now to Ozma. Okay. I might think that this might be wise to to cast some mage armor right now, potentially. Maybe. That is a good idea. Does that stack with regular armor? Um, not sure. Do you have mage armor as a spell? Yes, you do. Yeah. Let's see. The AC becomes 13 plus dexterity modifier. Does that make it 15 for me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you're actually wearing any armor, so... Yeah. It's worth burning a spell suit for me. Try it. Yeah. Click on it so we can see how it works. I forgot how it works. Oh, yeah. It just overrides your armor. So yeah, you are now at uh, I don't know why it will not let me account for that here. All right. Uh, All right, we just have to remember that your mage armor puts you now at 15. Okay, cool. That was... But I can still do a cantrip and I can still move, right? Yeah.
We'll just do a I'm going to use poison spray on this big, big dude that we're all targeting. On the leader. Okay, let's see. You are just out of its range. So unless you move up, unless you unless you move up one. Okay, that's all right. Fine, screw it. Fifteen AC. <laughs> Fifteen. We got this. Almost died last time, apparently, but we got this. <laughs> All right, and has to make a constitution save of 13, it looks like. Yeah. So let's see what it does. Oh, it makes it. Does it take any, any half damage? Nope, does not look like it takes any damage. So it... You spray poison directly at its torso, and it sits there watching this poison kind of slough off of its chain mail and looks back up at you and gives you a a smirk with its gnarled fangs jutting up from its mouth. (laughs) God. I'm guessing that will end your turn. That will end my turn. All right. Idris, you are up next, sir. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to do... Wait. Yeah. I'm going to attack the boss with uh, my sword. With your void blade? With the, the void, yeah. So you, you pull out your blade and input a, 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 a force of will into it and this great blue great blade just emanates from it. <laughs> Glowing and sparking with energy. Go ahead and uh, make your pack roll if you would. And choose your effect that you'd like to impose upon Yes. <laughs> okay. And then I'm going to do uh, the effect I'm going to use is what is it called? Uh, the creature loses the ability to regain hit points for one minute. Nice. All right. And I'm going to stop him from healing. Good. And then I'm going to uh, attack him again just with the blade, but I'm not going to do. Well, we'll see if it hits. Blood. That one will miss. <laughs> so you hit him once, and he he you you see him stagger, and he's ah ah, what you do to me? And you feeling confident, go in for a second strike and miss. He bats your blade away with his glaive. No, 
You will not hit me again. Oh, yep, that'll end my turn. <laughs> All right. Feeling a little defeated. Ash, it is your turn, sir. All right. Um, let's see how... If I move... Here, is that going to trigger any sort of uh, attack of opportunity? Um... You are within his reach, so yes. Okay. Um, oh, hmm. Let's see that. Hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So that, that applies even if I move there, right? He'll get a, a, an attack on me. Um, you'd still be within his reach. Um, well, let me make sure. I believe you'd still be in the reach of his glaive. Yeah, you'd still be within reach of him. <laughs> Dang, he has quite the reach. Yep, it's a glaive, and he's a massive giant thing. So even even though yeah he's giant like that, if I want to like try and move behind him like there, he would get an attack on me. Uh, he might. Uh, yeah, he would at least get an, att- an attack, one attack of opportunity on you. Uh. All right. Okay. Well. That that's where I want to go because I don't want him to be able to cleave like three of us or something. Right. <laughs> okay. Then I will go ahead and roll his attack on you. He will claw at you with his claw. As you pass by him, you were close enough for that. And he will miss you. Holy crap. Yeah. All right. Oof. Okay. So you uh, he he swings his claw at you, and you just happen to duck underneath and continue running as you wind up behind him. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to do uh, yeah two eldritch blasts on him. All righty. Blast away, as they say. Blast in one. Mm. Miss. The blast sails over his head. And he just barely dodges the next one as it ah. fly as it flies past the other side of him. Dang it. Okay. Alright. Filth well, <laughs> heat from those. <laughs> Close, but no forest fire. <laughs> Uh, it shoot. I should have asked this earlier, but is his uh, th- is he carrying any metal or anything? He is like wearing chainmail. Chainmail. Chain Dang it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good to know. In fact, as far as you all can see, they're all wearing chain chainmail. Oh. I should point. Should have pointed that out. I 
I think he did. I just did not uh, internalize that. Gotcha. I remember uh, pointing him out. I couldn't remember if I said that about the others. But all right. Uh, I'm assuming that ends your turn? Yes. Ready? <coughs> Kaylin, it's your turn. Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um... How likely do we think it is that if we destroy the leader, everybody else will be like, nah, we'll, we'll go home? Probably not too that's, likely. I mean, that's... You do an insight check. That, that's that's a, idea. a bargaining chip. Yeah, like, I'm thinking... <laughs> if we make quick work of this guy, we'll be like, you guys want some of this? Yeah, I think uh, between that and potentially intimidating the rest of them, it's worth trying. Okay, then I am going to use my movement to get up to boss man. Over here, that seems right. Um, and while I'm running, I'm going to use a bonus action to cast Dazzling Blade. Oh, shit. My favorite. Um, oh. A great blade happens to imbue uh, upon your quarterstaff. Diamond dust. Yes. And then I am going to attack him. I'm going to swing twice. All right. My quarter staff. So, number one. Woofta. Yeesh, that <laughs> will miss. Uh, no. Go ahead and roll a. Uh, I'll count that as your second hit. So, thank you. Uh, go ahead. So, you will do seven slicing damage with that, and uh, you do your extra D6 radiant damage. There you go. So that'll be <laughs> 13 damage, and uh, I'd like you to roll a D20, please. Uh, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> From him, it always is. Yeah, okay. Here we go, here we go. All depends it. on what you roll. Uh, as you try to hit him the second time around, uh, you slip and your staff flies from your hand and lands directly in front of Ash. Okay. In that square there. So does that mean that my second hit didn't land? No, I'm counting, I'm counting your first hit as your second Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might be a pain. I might be painful sometimes, and I'm not that kind of painful. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So those are your two hits. Do you have anything else you want to do? Nope. That's my movement, my bonus action, and my action. All right. So now we come down to Orla. Okay, so I'm going to try to hit the leader with the Thorn of the North again. All right. Any effects you're adding to that? No, I'm just going to keep the hunter. Okay, straight up strike on him. Go for it. You hit him. Oh, look at that. So the, your first shot 
pierces in his chest for 10 piercing damage. Your sh- second shot, however, goes wide. Okay. I think you have to click on your find the hundred mark and click on it. Okay. Oh, that's right. You've got your hunter's mark, so yeah, you need to click on that to do your extra damage. Yep. Hunter's mark is concentration. Oh, nice. So it does one piercing damage. Actually, let me see how that works. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. Does one piercing damage or one extra piercing damage on it. So as you hit him the first time, he... Ah! Mm, ah! Little stinger! Ah, I will enjoy ripping the flesh from your bones and enjoying the, the rivets of blood as I take you! Does that end your turn, or do you have more that you would I'm like sorry. to do? Um, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, I've been that was just rude. <laughs> no, you were. No, you're you're good. Uh, whoops, that should have gone to Lucius. It is Lucius's turn. Sorry about that. All right. And uh, can I take yeah, a look no around way. and roll insight just to see how people were doing, or would you prefer uh? Or excuse me, investigation or medicine to try and see how how folks are holding up. Um, yeah, go for it. I will in in the case of you checking on your comrades, I'll allow that as a free action. Okay, and which uh, role would you prefer? Um, go ahead and roll medicine. So with a 10, uh, you can't really see everyone. Uh, you can see you've got a good you know, line of sight on Jazz and Orla, uh, but everyone else is far enough away from you where you can't really tell how they're doing. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to push my luck here. Um... I'm going to burn another sorcery point. Okay, there we go. Use them! And... Come on. And I will fire uh, two third-level guiding bolts uh, at the leader. All right. Uh, And both of these will be at advantage. Okay, go for it. No. Okay. So go ahead and make your advantage roll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That didn't do it for some reason. 
weird. Okay, easiest way yeah. to, to, to do that, uh, there's the uh, the little weird uh, toolbar to your left. Uh-huh. Uh, hit the icon that looks like a dice, like a D20. And it should give you like a little chart. And if you just hit D20, there you go. That'll hit. Beautiful. So we'll go ahead and take the 17 radiant damage on that one. That one will also hit for 20. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> bolt is no joke. That's... Woo! My goodness, that, that third level hells bells. 49 damage. I should have just d- done guy bolt. <laughs> trying to be fancy. <laughs> Oof. You hit him twice and he staggers backwards. Ah! And you now see the uh, the melted bits of chainmail uh, as some of the links are, are kind of melting themselves away. And the burn uh, in the red uh, in his red flesh uh, that's darker and kind of charred and starting to crisp. Uh, he's not looking so good. And uh, just for completion's sake, uh, one more firebolt, Adam. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Boot. So that will be good lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's so nice when I can pump out damage. You hit him with a firebolt that is a bit larger than the normal firebolts you're used to seeing, uh, used to performing, and it smacks him right in the face. Uh, And as as the fire as the flames clear, uh, the bits of his face that aren't like starting to crisp and burn. Uh, you can see that his very that where once his very white eyebrows were is nothing but like charred black uh, crinkled uh, remnants. Oh, terribly sorry. I can relate. <laughs> and that will end my turn. All right, it is the Oni's turn. Oh, here he goes. I really wish it, this thing would stop doing that with the fucking 32. That's weird. Roll 20. Fix your shit. <laughs> fix I mean, your I, shit. I mean, we love you, Roll 20, but also fix your shit. Fix, um, fix. As you are not close enough, uh, he will take out his anger on Kaladin and Idris. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. By performing a claw swipe attack on Kaladin first. Yep. Yeah, that hits me. At 20. Mm. Ooh. For only nine slashing damage. Nice. I'll take it. And he will then turn to, like, in the same motion, will put both hands around his glaive and slash at Idris. And I have a feeling that 14 will miss you. Yep, that's a miss. All right. And then 
as a bonus action, he will disappear. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. That's pretty rude. <laughs> That's pretty rude. It's rude as hell. But that doesn't mean that this round for the Oni are over. <laughs> he, uh-huh, this guy will kind of run up towards Ozma and Orla. And Uh-oh. with both of its claws will try to attack. Oh, no. First at Ozma. Just hits you. For seven slashing damage. And then at Orla. Which I think a 19 hits your armor class, yeah? Um, you bit? Oh, sorry, I had a burrito. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that hits me. And you take 11 slashing damage. The Oni basically pulls like a Zangief and <laughs> spins around in place of you with its, uh, with its claws outstr- outstretched and hits the both of you. Wow. This guy will move up directly in front of Jazz and will take a claw strike and a glaive. All right. All right. 23 versus your AC, Jazz. Ah, it'll hit, but it'll shield. It'll cast shield. And will that shield prevent the damage? Should plus five. It'll give me plus five. It'll take me up to 24. All right, so you, you manage to get your shield up just in time. And his claws will break against your shield, but then he'll grab his glaive and come at you from the other side. His larger glaive, I should say. I got me. For 24 exactly. Very surprised that the one did not. (laughs) (laughs) For 16 slashing damage. Directly. Like it, it pushes your shield out of the way and catches you across the chest. I'll give him a little. Uh, I'll give him a little. Oh, you've got some hellish rebuke too. All right, I see you. And he fails it, so he takes six flaming damage as he, as his glaive catches your skin. The the Saif sends out a rush of flame in, in its direction that that travels up the glaive and up uh, his hand and arm and catches him in the chest. And, ah! It burns! Watch out there. Watch out. You watch out. You use unfair magic. You are the one slashing. You using unfair magic. <laughs> only only demons and only use demon fire not puny <laughs> mortal <laughs> so this guy will kind of roll up this way Uh-oh. and will attempt to hit Lucius 
but will once again have to make a wisdom saving throw versus things. And actually makes the... Is it a fail? The Uh, save is a 13? My save is a 16. Oh! Yeah, it fails. So it will attempt to hit uh, Lucius, not Lucius, will attempt to hit uh, Jazz instead. Oh! With his glaive. Sorry, Jazz. And will miss with a 10. Yay! But we'll try again. Swinging in the other direction, and we'll miss a second time with the <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so absolutely frustrated and befuddled with the fact that he tried to hit Lucius and missed, uh, he tries to pull his momentum towards Jazz, just misses, and then tries again, swinging wide and wild. <laughs> Not yes. like this. And this guy will run this way and attempt to hit Kaladan with a clawed glaive attack. So taking the first claw only, uh, 12 will probably not hit you. Yeah, 12 misses. With your monk craziness. But I have a feeling that 22 might. Yeah, sure does. So he comes at you first with the claw, misses, grabs his glaive, and comes back around uh, and deals 17 slashing damage at you. Jeez. He spins it. I hit her! Look at me! I hit her! (laughs) (laughs) And this guy will move upwards about right here. Having not been able to do much else. Wait, hang on. Is he in range? Orla, I think he might be. Maybe. Nope, he's not. Lucky. That will end the Oni's turns. It is now Jazz's turn. Here we go. Jazz will... On the Oni right in front of him, the one he's having the back and forth with, he'll say, I have more fire. And then he claps his hands together and like goes like that. And just like starts rubbing together. And then he casts heat metal. So he has to, so he takes 10 damage now. And then uh, he can make a constitution save to I cast it on his chainmail armor. Gotcha. To kids throw or drop feet. the object if he can. But since it's armor, I think we'll have to take some time to take it off. Yeah, you've got that about right. <laughs> <laughs> That's on the leader. No, oh, it's on the one right in front of me. The leader this guy right here. here. Yeah, the leader casts invisibility. He's oh, I thought he appeared. I, I don't know how to ping him. Uh-oh. Nope, that's not it. 
I, I thought he had appeared, uh, I guess, to like he's the the southernmost icon. Oh shit! Can you still see him? Oh no, that's not him. Let's see. You shouldn't be able to see him at all. <laughs> wait, wait. I I thought that there were five total. Is no, there there's six, six total? total. Oh, okay. Who had me worried there? <laughs> yeah, okay. And Jazz with uh, with the swift action, if it's possible, he'll put a uh, he'll put the pistol in his put the pistol away. Yep. Then he'll use his move to go into the bag of holding and get the uh, staff of journeys. He hasn't used it in a long time. Okay. Then I have a point of inspiration, and I'll I'll like I'll bust it off now. And with that, he'll just cast glitter dust from the staff. Yay! Oh man! All right. Cloud of twinkling. Everything. Everyone in the area. Causing creatures to become blinded. Okay. Believe. Hang on a second. Let me double check something about glitter dust real quick. Nasty. It gets everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I am sorry. It is kind of funny. <laughs> Okay, it's a 10-foot radius. All right. I see. Okay. All right, so it makes no saves now. But when it enters or starts its turn in that area, then it has to make a wisdom saving throw. Fun! Yeah. I'll choose it to the area to be where I where I just saw him disappear from. So, in front of Laramie and in front of, uh, I mean, in front of uh, Graham. In front of, yeah. Right here? All yeah. right. So, let's see. 10 feet around. All right, so this guy will be affected. Okay. Let me find a... Let me draw that shape real quick. Oh, that's not where I want it. Jeez. Get out of here. You too. That, that in Jazz's turn, he uses one charge from the uh, from the staff. All right, that's a thing you did there. So it'll be about like that, and then 
Oi. Okay, objects and things. So it'll be about like so. A little bit bigger. about like that awesome all right the ends jazz's turn um i have a quick question sure based on reading that spell it did that hit me and ash are we also blinded uh based on the wording yes any creature I will allow you to make uh, the both of you right now to make constitution saves versus his spell DC uh, to avoid being blinded. Oh. Ooh, hooray. Nice. Nice. You, you both hey, save oh. out. Wow. So while you, are, while you are both Perfect sparkly, thing. while you are both very sparkly, you are also not blind. Does that really like, do that too? Say again? This guy, does this guy have to do anything? I don't know if he's actually in that space or not. He is, he is in the space, but he doesn't get to until his turn. Okay, got you. I don't need my eyes to see. <laughs> 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 the voice in your head, yes, you do, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot see for you, unfortunately. I see through your eyes. Say again, you're super muffled. I said there's a not insignificant amount of people in this party that have voices that speak to them. That's true. <laughs> that's that's very, very true. Okay. Uh, no, keep that out. It is your turn. All right. I'm going to take my shadow glass daggers since this guy is engaged with me, both me and Orla, and I'm going to uh, do a melee sneak attack on this fool. Oh, there we go. Go for it. That will hit. Ooh. And yeah, nice. you take both your. Uh, are you using both your daggers? Yes. Then you have a an offhand attack. There we go. Yeah, you got your your dual wield. Yep. What do I what do I do for that on? on uh, just this just just hit your shadow glass daggers again. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if there was something I had to do. No, that's it. It's cool. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. Good. Nice. Okay. You have... Uh, so you sink your daggers into his flesh. Or uh, it appears to sink into his flesh and just pass through his flesh. And you pull them both out. Seemingly doing no external damage. But he definitely cries out in pain. Ah! ah! <laughs> what do you do to me? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> not cool, CF. <laughs> not cool. What did you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> It, it coughs out just a little bit of blood. <laughs> she elf is witch. She elf is witch. No, but why is it this? What did you do to me? Actually, because of that, hang on. I'm gonna make a gonna make a wisdom save to see whether or not he is absolutely freaked out by that. He passes his save. He's not freaked out, but he is annoyed. <laughs> That's not cool. Not cool. Um, and then I'm going to do a uh, shocking grasp. Nice. Reach out and touch him. Nope. <laughs> that is a fail. You reach out and you trip uh, directly no. into him. Uh, with that particular roll, he gets to make an opportunity. Oh, actually, you know what? Roll a d20. Oh, God, no. Ten or below, he makes an opportunity attack. Oh, good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. He will still be just kind of like in shock from being stabbed, but not stabbed? Stabbed? <laughs> And so you will you will bump into him and like immediately push yourself off. Okay, I meant to do that. I meant to do that. He's still very much in pain. Ah, no blood. Mm, not cool. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that will end my turn. All right. It is Idris's turn. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, so I'm guessing that the boss wasn't in that uh, 10 foot radius as of the far glitter, as you, right? As far as you can tell, uh, you did not see a glitter, a uh, an oni shaped glitter storm. <laughs> storm in there? Okay. Um, I guess I'll just slide over one and attack this oni that I'm by. All right. And I will see. And you're going to use your, your void blade again? Yeah. Void. Um. Wait. Wait, I did it twice. <laughs> so the first one hits him. Did I do it like four times? Wait. You <laughs> tried to do it four times. So I'm just going to yeah. count the first the two. The first two. Yeah, the first two. And I'll just attack him twice with uh, my second attack, too. All right. And he will make his constitution save to... And then you can choose uh, based on whether or not he fails. And he does fail. Uh, what effect will you add to that only blindness all right so one minute we'll take 
eight force damage. And blindness. And as like a bonus action, I want Idris to say that their leader is a coward. (laughs) He ran from battle. Yeah. He's like a little girl. He is like little. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, even the little girls are tougher than him because we got on the field. So So as he, you you strike him and he, ah, all of a sudden everything goes dark. No, you don't talk about my leader that way. I kill you. Oh, he does nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that ends my turn. All right. Uh, Anyway, I just also want to say we're getting closer to midnight, half hour away. Yes, we are. All right, just heads up. Okay. Ash, it is your turn. All right. Ash is going to move here. And then is going to cast Fear, which is a a cone. And uh, let's see. A cone in this direction. So it should hit those three Oni right there. Okay. That's a wisdom save. So let's see. We'll start with this one, trying to make the save. And that one succeeds. The one afterwards will also succeed. And the one behind him. Damn! Gosh. Will absolutely not be afraid. No, these <laughs> Oni are fearless. Wow. Dang. So they, they, they start to sense like the beginnings of fear uh, kind of creep upon them and they begin to drop their, at least the first two start to drop their glaives but then they shake it off and hold tighter uh, to their weapons. The third one just kind of glares at you. Uh, some false magics. Uh, all right, so for that that third one, I'll do an Eldritch Blast on. All right. That hits. And that'll be the end of my turn. All right. Uh, I think as an Eldritch Blast, you get two of them. Yeah, I was going to say, you should get two. Oh. Yeah, total beams, too. You're right. Except the other one goes so far wide, it doesn't even matter. (laughs) (laughs) So you, as that... uh, as that Oni glares at you, you tag it with a green flame directly in its face and then attempt to, to, to tag it again. Uh, but your overconfidence kind of gets to you. 
and your arm goes wider than you mean it to. And the fire just kind of flies skyward. <laughs> Oni just laughs. <laughs> Afraid of you. Ah! And it is now Katie's turn. Okay. So I am going to uh, attack this guy uh, with just my little fisties. Um, First attack hits, second attack misses. Okay, and then I'm going to bonus action flurry of blows and hit him two more times. Go for it. <coughs> Mark powers. Yeah. Hit. Hit. There we go. And uh, since I hit him with my flurry of blows, my way of the open hand allows me to determine, to, like, make him do a thing. Sure. Um, and it is it is um that he can't take reactions. Yeah, open hand technique. He can either I can either make him fall prone, um, get pushed, or he can't take reactions. So I'm gonna do the not taking reactions. Alrighty. So that I can run over to my quarterstaff and pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> well done. So, um, Katie goes over here, and then she has some more movement. So I'm not right. really sure where I want her to go, but maybe. I guess that's 15 feet. I have a little bit of other movement left. Yeah, I'll go over here. All right, go for it. That's where I could get to. Right? Cool. That's where I picked. I think so. Uh, you can go right here. Okay, cool. Cool. Yep, and then that's it. That's uh, my turn. Cool. <laughs> Nicely played. All right. It is now Orla's turn. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and use the flower blade for the one that's right in front of me. All right. Um, So I'm going to go ahead and do the thing where I strike the ground with it first, and it does those flowers that are poisonous. All right. And remind me of the uh, the radius. It's a 10 feet. 10 foot radius. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and attack. Yeah. I didn't make it. Flowers there. Oops. That was incorrect.
Awesome. So, and you missed your attack with your flower blade, you said? Yeah. Yep, you sure, sure did. Wow. Um, is that all you do? Yeah, that's it. Okay. And let me double check something about your blade there. Okay, so... This guy and this guy need to make constitution saves. The DC of 15. First one makes the save. Second one also makes the save. And they will take six poison damage each. But are not poisoned themselves. So you strike down at the ground, and a patch of beautiful, colorful flowers just magically bloom around you. And the, both of the Oni see these flowers and are confused, and they kind of cringe a little bit, cough, and both spit out a bit of blood, but are otherwise just confused what this, these flowers have done. Ugh! Flowers bad! <laughs> this guy doesn't see anything because he's blinded. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just right. He's mysterious <laughs> blood in your mouth, like, oh god. <laughs> ah, what you do to me? <laughs> Not able to see. Hate this. <laughs> All right. So that ends your turn, Orla? Yeah, that's it. All right. Lucius, it is your turn. Uh, how do you check uh, distance? Again? Uh, there is a, uh, a tool on the left that is a circle with what looks like a stick or ruler, actually, coming out of it. Yeah. Yep. It's the snap to center. And then, uh, yeah, once you click that, uh, you click the click and hold the point, the starting point, and then just drag with your mouse to... There you go. Lovely. Okay. I will go ahead and... Uh, cast Prayer of Healing at level three. All right. Um, that's a 10 minute cast. Oh, that is. Yeah, nab it. Sorry. No, 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 that's mm-hmm. cool.
Well, in that case, I will go ahead and cast uh, Sea Invisibility. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't think you meant to do prayer of healing there. No, I didn't. I, I tried to cast Sea <laughs> Invisibility. I just clicked gotcha. on that before, evidently. All right. Um, nice. Can I, uh, can I see where the leader ran off to? You can see that the leader is approximately right here. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, uh, and then I will uh, fire a firebolt at him. Excellent. Yeah. You definitely hit him. He's right there. And the rest <laughs> of you watch as Lucius fires this bolt of flame at seemingly nothing until the bolt of flame splashes into an object, uh, causing it to shimmer and regain itself. It is now visible again. And bleeding profusely. <laughs> and smoking <laughs> because it has been burned. Ah! God, bad man! <laughs> I, I hate you. for you to miss out on the fun. Uh, you said there was profit in my blood, remember? Heard. <laughs> <laughs> and there will be. <laughs> Does that end your turn? That'll do it. All right. Well, that being said, he will just rush right at you and (laughs) he will run through the flowers first. And let's see, he'll have to make his constitution save. Poison and he does not make his constitution save. Aww. Yeah. And I'm just gonna not, it's just unnecessary to even roll because he only had two hit points left. He runs into the flowers, stops, like has his glaive lifted up in your direction, stops in mid-swing, God, just vomits blood onto the flower. <laughs> And then falls like just this is very comical. Ah! <laughs> it's like runs in flowers eyes. The other Oni look on in shock.
head. They, they begin to raise their glaives and step towards you. And a voice rings out from the edge of the forest. That will be all. The only <laughs> stop. <laughs> and then Jazz hears that and, and starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> Another voice for Jazz. <laughs> and the Oni vanish. And as the as the Oni vanish, the perception of whatever damage you've taken. He's not taking damage. Oh, wow. <laughs> you hear the voice once again. I apologize for the deception. I had to know. And as you all turn in the direction of the voice coming from the north, and what you see is this very large, massive, like it's not very large, but it's very tall. Uh, maybe about eight feet tall in stature, being with uh, what appears to be a cloak made of nothing but crow's feathers and bone. And its head is the skull of a deer with massive bone antlers. I'll actually show you. Can you all see that? Yeah. I know. Excepting the little girl, that is the figure that you see now walking towards you. I apologize for the deception once again. You entered my forest, and I had to know if you were worthy. You could have just asked now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I couldn't have. You see, you do not truly know someone until you fight them. Hmm. He nods his head. And as he talks, you see that his mouth just opens and the voice comes out. Like the mandible opens and then closes. Like there's no actual moving of the mandible as he speaks. Mm -hmm. It's just a, hello, my name is, and then it closes. Ah, creepy. He makes us his head bows ever so slightly in your direction. Greetings, everyone. My name is Gorfim. Gorfim. <laughs> I believe you have been looking for me. And that's where we'll end the episode tonight. I know. Oh. <laughs> that was fabulous. So close. <laughs> It's like anime. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, uh, Ayame actually based him off of Elias Ainsworth from the Ancient Magus Bride. So yes, it's very much like anime. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, you have wandered into the forest of Gorfim and seemingly been tested uh, by this powerful being who summoned up these creatures to see how strong you were. Um, what his exact purposing for that is, you, we will find out next time around. But uh, you have successfully found the object of your quest. Uh, what comes of that, 
uh, is yet to be seen. But uh, well done, everyone. That was uh, you basically guessed the kind of outcome of that before <laughs> the uh, well, not quite guessed the the, t- the totality of the outcome, but guessed that killing the leader would be the key to that. So well done. Mm. Um, everyone gets a point of inspiration for that. Yeah, oh. for su- for surviving <laughs> really? that. Just for surviving, lovely. And uh, yeah, any hit points you lost during that fight, you get back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I still technically haven't taken a hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and and just I, I don't know if I I mentioned this in in whole beforehand. Uh, well, I wouldn't have because you didn't know this guy was coming. Well, you knew he was coming, but you didn't know what he would look like. Uh, Ayame actually created this character. Oh, uh, and cool. actually that's went cool. through yeah. went through the whole process of like the character creator and creating him and what he wants to sound like and everything. Oh, so every cool. bit of what you encounter from him from here on out uh, will be my interpretation of what Ayame has written as his personality. <laughs> Cool. That's nice. cool. so cool. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well done, everyone. Uh, you've, yeah, you, you kicked some Oni ass and uh, dropped the leader, which uh, happened <laughs> at the most opportune time, as it is almost midnight. That <laughs> uh, was good. So, next time, we will find out exactly uh, to what ends uh, Gorfam has tested you and whether or not uh, you'll be able to persuade him uh, in your to aid him in your quest aid you in your quest uh, until then um, please be safe out there it is still unfortunately pandemic season mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah may the dice roll ever in your favor uh, catch us once more on SoundCloud Google Play uh, Spotify, iTunes, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there. Um, so yeah, just uh, take care, be good, and uh, all you listening, we'll catch you next time. Hi there, this is Sphinx Akasha, and this is the Agents of the Circle podcast. If you'd like to hear more of what we're doing, the other episodes can be found on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Thanks again for listening, and may the dice roll ever in your favor.